Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. John DeWitt, and welcome to the Brain Builders Podcast. Uh, we are actually still taking registrations uh, for the web class that we're going to have that's going to go way in-depth on cognitive health and what you can do to optimize your brain health, even if you have Alzheimer's, dementia, things like that in your family, if you have the genetic marker APOE4, that is the marker for Alzheimer's, or if you've had multiple concussions and you're worried about CTE, because if you didn't know, in Alzheimer's, they have the amyloid placking, but they also have the tau proteins that they talk about in CTE. So everything that's healthy for the brain is healthy for the brain, regardless of what kind of damage you have, whether it be through trauma with concussions or through inflammation, through insulin resistance, through trophic factors that you're lacking, certain things that we're going to talk about today, actually, or if it's just um, something that is um, genetic, okay? So Dr. Bredesen discusses supplements and herbs that can optimize your brain health and what to avoid if you are taking selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs, or other antidepressants. Now, herbs are also an amazing part of cognitive health. We're going to cover the eight herbs that can supercharge your brain and reduce your risk of cognitive dysfunction. Obviously, please share this information with those you care about. You can register for the masterclass. As I said before, it's on September 7th. Um, there's a link in the description of this episode, or you can go to bit.ly slash brainbuilders. There's no .com or any of that stuff. Uh, you can also get my cognitive supplements, uh, BrainMed and BrainMed Omegas, by clicking the link in the description or going to mybrainmed.com. A uh, portion of all sales support the Gridiron Greats and After the Impact Funds. And those are... Um, two different charities that support professional NFL players that played back in the day where you didn't make a whole lot of money and now they're kind of struggling and they don't know exactly what to do. They don't have the funds to get hearing aids and, and things like that. So we support them and the after the impact fund is for people in the military, for our military that have suffered from PTSD and are also struggling with uh, cognitive dysfunction. All right. So, the different supplements that we're going to talk about start with vitamin B1. You want to take 50 milligrams because it is important for memory formation. You want to take pantothenic acid, 100 to 200 milligrams, especially if you have focus or alertness issues. You want a B6, B12 to folate combination that is in the ideal range over six. If your homocysteine is above six, your homocysteine levels based on your lab tests that you, we talked about in previous episodes. Vitamin C, you want one gram, which is 1,000 milligrams. Um, we in the office recommend 5,000 milligrams twice a day. It makes it a little bit easier for the stomach, but you got to make sure it's the whole molecule of vitamin C, not ascorbic acid, because a, one gram of ascorbic acid will, will cause stomach upset, 
in 99% of the people. So you want to make sure it's the whole molecule. Um, and that's especially important for people that have a copper to zinc ratio greater than one to two, one copper to two zinc. So vitamin C is vital for them. Vitamin D, you want to start with 2,500 international units per day until your serum levels reach 50 to 80. So 2,500 international units. Vitamin E, you want to take that as a mix to coferol and tocotrienols. 400 to 800 international units for those with vitamin E levels less than 13. And just as a side note, I'm really excited to announce I just got my packet from 23andMe, and so I'm going to be able to find out um, what my genetic markers are if I do have the APOE4 gene, or marker, I should say. And then I'm going to specify, because Dr. Bredesen talks about, okay, you get that information from 23andMe, but you have to send it to another company for like five, ten bucks for them to analyze it and tell you exactly specifics on what you need to be concerned about. All right. And also, I have started the, well, a very rudimentary version of the KetoFlex 12-3 diet. Uh, because of my work schedule, I'm not able to go 12 hours between the last time I ate dinner to when I have my next meal. I mean, technically I could if I would take my lunch or my, my snacks with me to the office, but I haven't done that, but I am going to have to because the way it is now, I went 17 and a half hours from the time that I ate dinner to the time I had lunch. And for those of you that have done in, any kind of uh, keto type diets, you realize that during the fast, you, especially starting out, you get pretty lightheaded, pretty dizzy and, and it's not ideal. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to work on that. Okay, you want vitamin K2 as MK7, 100 micrograms, if you are taking vitamin D. You want resveratrol, which is a potent antioxidant, 100 milligrams. You want nicotinamide riboside, 100 milligrams. You want citicoline, 250 milligrams, twice per day, because that supports synaptic growth synaptic growth and maintenance. You want acetyl L-carnitine, also called Alcar, 500 milligrams to increase your levels of nerve growth factor, especially for those with any contribution from type 2 Alzheimer's, which is when you're have, you don't have the right trophic factor, so you don't have every, all the levels the way, the way you need them to be. You want um, ubiquinol, 100 milligrams to support mitochondrial function. You want polyquinoline quinone, or PQQ, 10 to 20 milligrams to increase your mitochondrial number. So the more mitochondrial, those are the power plants of the cell, and the more energy you're going to have. Your omega-3 fatty acids, you have to take those. We're going to talk more about that in a second. And this is something that I like a lot um, whole coffee fruit extract. You want 100 milligrams once or twice per day for three months, then withdraw slowly over one month. This increases your BDNF, which is the brain-derived neurotrophic factor, and it's especially important, once again, for those with the type 2 atrophic Alzheimer's disease. 
And NeuroMaster, I believe is what it's called, with the Dave Asprey Bulletproof um, System, NeuroMaster has the whole coffee fruit extract. So that is something you want to look into. I'm actually going to be visiting the Bulletproof corporate offices in Santa Monica in the next couple of weeks. So I'll give you more uh, updates on that. So those are some of the supplements. And something else in my own supplements, I've got mostly herbs. And we're going to talk about the eight herbs that he recommends. But I have uh, in my supplement Brain Med, and you can go to mybrainmed.com or you can click the link in the description. Um, it includes superzine A, which increases acetylcholine levels in the brain. And not only does it increase information retention and memory formation, but it can also boost concentration, mental clarity, and the ability to process or calculate data. We have ginkgo biloba, the, the old standby. It increases cerebral blood flow and has been shown to help depression, diabetes, related nerve damage, short-term memory loss, headache, and more. Also, it includes phosphatidylserine, and the FDA has approved the statement that consumption of phosphatidylserine may reduce the risk of cognitive dysfunction in the elderly because it is a phospholipid. It is an amazing ingredient. The FDA is just upset because they haven't been able to patent it because it is not a chemical. Bacopa monieri is also included in the brain med supplement that I have created. It's um, shown to improve cognition by means of reducing anxiety, which often comes from when you aren't really clear on what's going on around you. And once again, these are all basically herbs, little flowers. On the website, you'll see all the little pictures of them. Uh, St. John's wort is another thing. Now, the, there's good evidence that St. John's wort may reduce symptoms in people with mild to moderate but not severe or major depression. In many studies, it seems to work as well as selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. The only trick is with, with St. John's wort, if there's 600 milligrams or more, there's studies that show that it can cause something called dose dumping, where if you're taking any of the medications, even if it's extended release, it will dump the entire dose into your system at once, which is not a good thing. That is why there is not 600 milligrams of St. John's wort in brain meds. So, don't, don't be concerned about that. And the final um, cognitive-boosting, supercharging um, ingredient or herb in brain med is venpocetine. That's used for enhancing memory and preventing Alzheimer's disease and other conditions that harm learning, memory, and information processing skills as we get older. All right. So now let's talk about the herbs they recommend. Now, he does... Dr. Bredesen recommends encapsulated extracts, or you can actually take the herbs themselves. Ashwagandha is something he recommends, 500 milligrams twice a day with meals. This is great for depression and boosting mood. Uh, it also helps in reduction of the amyloid as well as in handling stress. Now, once again, we talked about amyloid, the amyloid placking. That is not the cause of Alzheimer's, but that is your, your body being smart. Your brain is trying to protect itself from all the or all the inflammation and inflammatory foods that your body's taking in. And because it is a chronic situation with the American diet right now, that is why they thought amyloid placking was, was causing Alzheimer's. But that's because the brain's just working overtime because we are just constantly eating the bad things. Bacopa monieri, as I just mentioned in my brain med, um, you want 250 milligrams twice a day with meals. 
It improves cholinergic function, which is one of the brain's key neurotransmitter systems. Ashwagandha and Bacopa are also available as nasal drops, if you'd like, if you prefer that to capsules. Uh, Gatu Cola, 500 milligrams twice a day with meals to increase focus and alertness. So that's 500 milligrams of that. Lion's Mane Mushroom, and I have heard about this for a variety of things. Ironically, it's also good for hair growth for people that have um, baldness issues or hair thinning. You want 500 milligrams once or twice a day to increase nerve growth factor, especially for those with that type 2 atrophic Alzheimer's disease. Now, you also want rhodiola, 200 milligrams once or twice per day for those with anxiety and stress. That is why I include the St. John's wort in the brain med because that is also something that helps with stress. And then skull cap is something else that you would like to take or that Dr. Bredesen recommends. You want to be taking it two or three teaspoons or two capsules per day to enhance branching of neurons in the hippocampus. Now, for those with type 3 toxic Alzheimer's disease, so you've got um, heavy metals, things like that, um, Guducci is helpful, G-U-D-U-C-H-I, I take that 300 milligrams with meals two to three times a day. Um, you can also consider Google, G-U-G-G-U-L, not the Google that you would search for online. Um, that removes toxins in the gut, somewhat like activated charcoal. I have a really funny story that I can't share at the moment, but one of my poor chihuahuas, I thought he had taken one of my um, Celebrex 20 years ago when I was playing football, and he had activated charcoal forced into his mouth to detox him. And then I found out later that, oh, no, he didn't take it. So that felt bad for that guy. Um, for, the, for those with type 1 inflammatory Alzheimer's disease or with bowel symptoms, there's a combination of amalaki, herataki, and bibitaki that is useful to reduce information, inflammation, I should say. So those are the things that you need to focus on and supplements that you need to focus on to make sure that you are optimizing your brain health. Very, very, very important. Um, You want to make sure that you're eating all these healthy things. We've talked about the, the diet before. Next time, we're going to talk about specific exercises you can do and the benefits of that. And I'm just really honored that you're here and look forward to talking to you next time.